You are listening to the Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580, where we bring you the latest in entertainment news, trending topics and interviews. I am your host, Robin Ayers. Welcome on into the show. Happy birthday to Schoolboy Q. Now, that song right there. I, I, I didn't think you knew about that, Andy. I didn't think. No, I'm just kidding. No, of course, Andy knows about that. What I like about Andy is that he has a wide variety of, of he has a wide knowledge of, of, you know, songs and different eras. And I like that. I like that about you, Andy. Keep it up. Keep it up. Okay, that song is great. Hopefully that is bringing you some energy on today's show. Uh, definitely welcome on in here. Hey, did you all know? <laughs> Did you know that Rihanna's Super Bowl halftime performance now holds the Guinness Book World of Re- World Records of the largest TV audience in Super Bowl halftime history? Rihanna did that. I mean, I was you know, you you can we can go all over. We can go Whitney, we can go Prince, we can go I mean, we just had the whole Dre Day celebration, but it's Rihanna. Rihanna did that. She has the largest TV audience in Super Bowl history. So, congratulations to Rihanna. Um okay, well, it is Thursday. I hope your day is going well as mine is. Uh hello to you all in our YouTube chat. If you guys want to call in at any point today, you can always do that. You know I tell you. You guys are family go ahead and and call in at any point you can do that by calling um what is the number 1-800-920-1580 you can also join us right now over in our youtube chat because that's always fun just looking at you guys engaging with you guys and uh speaking of engaging with us i do have a question that i have that I'm, i'm gonna get to right now i heard a conversation that was happening on social media of course where there was a bunch of women of of course it's Generally, I'm, I'm watching a lot of women talk. And the question is, would you rather be a housewife or for you gentlemen, a house hubby or go to work? Hmm. I'm going to ask that in the YouTube chat. And the reason it's a good question is because most people think that being a housewife or a house husband is just very easy. You think that, but you don't have any idea. Let me tell you uh, from Robin Ayers, you you, you don't have any idea. Some people just say, just let me go to work because it is very difficult. But I want to hear from you. What do you think? Would you rather be a housewife or a house husband or uh, go back to work? Uh, so that's what, that's what the question is going to be. And as a matter of fact... Uh, yeah, I'll ask that question properly inside the YouTube chat. Um, I do want to go ahead and get to the raw report, though. Andy, let's do it. Now it's time for a breakdown. Jada Pinkett Smith. We talked so much about her, and I said we weren't going to talk about it anymore. And we're not. But here's the thing. We're going to talk about her book sales. Book sales don't seem to be going so well. I mean, obviously, as a huge celebrity, this is one of the biggest celebrities and actually a, a celebrity couple. You would expect that any book that either one of them would put out would be obviously a New York Times bestseller. You would think that it's just ranking very, very high. Unfortunately, it does not look like the case, but I want to discuss it. What is attributing to that? And also, we're going to talk about Lauren London. Lauren London, she's talking money, and I love it. I want to have this conversation. We want to talk about the... She actually mentions that black parents unintentionally give negative connotations to money when it comes to their kids. Woo! 
that's the whole bar right there. Well, we are definitely going to discuss it. As a matter of fact, let's go ahead and get our entertainment contributor, Ty Lee, on the line. Hello to you, Ty. How are you today? Hey, Robin. <laughs> I'm, I'm loving the energy, Ty. I'm loving the energy. Uh, I hope you're doing well on this Thursday. We are almost at the weekend. I hope you're doing well. Yes, all is well. I hope the same for you. Thank you. Of course. Thank you so much. Um, I want to lay out, uh, let me just lay out the the conversation for you. We're going to start off talking about Jada Pinkett, okay? Jada Pinkett Smith. Hold on, let me put some respect on her name. (laughs) Jada Pinkett Smith has obviously, we have been talking about for a while. She released a tell-all, a a memoir, and it's called Worthy, and it actually released on... uh, October 17th and we knew about it because she was doing this whole press tour she was everywhere Jada was on all the networks she was on all the podcasts she was doing some radio shows she was doing some live streams she didn't hold back she was doing it all and that's what you're supposed to do as an author you're supposed to get in front of as many eyeballs and ears as possible so no knock to Jada she was doing what she had to do unfortunately though you know how it went she was telling all the information she was Obviously, the, the, the big the big one was the separation between her and her husband, Will. She went on to talk about Tupac. She went on to talk about Chris Rock and so many other things. So right now, it's not looking like her book is doing extremely well. But let me just lay out some, some facts for us. Because what may not be extremely well for Jada is really good for just the, the common person. Uh, so far, it looks like... Um, her book has uh, it's not been the top spot on the bestsellers list, but it's number three currently on the New York Times bestsellers list. And I, I do want to mention shout out to the four women who are holding that who are holding those four spots at the top. So that's dope. But she's also on, according to Amazon, which is huge. Amazon is one of the biggest uh, booksellers that there is. Um, she's number 87 in books. When it comes to uh, top 100 books, she's number 87, but she is number two in the women's biographies and number three in black and African-American biographies and number six in memoirs. So that's not necessarily bad, Ty. That's that's she's doing okay. But yeah, when we come forward, I want to get your thoughts on what you think is leading to the so I'm I'm gonna loosely use these terms, the lack of book sales, because again, She's doing really well, according to some people, but it's Jada Pinkett Smith. So when we come forward, I'm going to get your thoughts behind that. You guys are tuned into The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay right there. What's going on? What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Denzel Whitaker, and I'm on The Raw Report. We are talking uh, Jada Pinkett Smith and her book sales or lack thereof. Some people are calling it a flop. I definitely don't think it's that. But I did just lay out some numbers here. She's number three on the New York Times bestseller list. Clearly, as an author, you want to reach that number one spot. And if you are able to do that, most people would, right? So, But she's she's number three. She's number seven, uh, 87 overall in top 100 books on Amazon. Ty, the question, that, though, is what do you think is leading to this? Do you think that if Jada went out there and just said, hey, I have a book coming out, and she maybe kept it a little bit more surface, maybe then people would have been a lot more interested? What are your thoughts? I think the problem is social media and how many 
how much she talked on social media and the interviews that she has had. Mm -hmm. People got tired of just hearing about it. And then the drama behind she and Will not being or not. They are married, but separated and been separated for so many years. It's just it's a lot of drama that people were not interested in hearing. They wanted to stay out of the group chat. So the mm. book itself was kind of just like, it's already, you told us on social media, why do we need to buy the book? Mm-hmm. So it was just because people felt like, in your opinion, people felt like, I already know what's in the book, <laughs> so I don't need to buy the book. Yeah. I, I know the heavy hitter stuff that's in the book. Well, that, that part is sure. true. It's sort of like, you know, uh, that's what's difficult, I feel, about creatives. You know, when, when you are... Um, when you are a person who, you know, maybe a filmmaker or you are an author or whatever the case is and you want to put out a product, but you want to get people interested enough in your product, but you don't want to give away the whole thing. That is the toughest part about being a creative and putting your work out there. And so just just trying to determine what's enough and what's 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 uh, too much to not give so much away. Um, to make people feel like they've seen the product or they've seen the film or they've seen it or read the book or whatever. So do yeah. you think it may have anything to do with people disliking Jada now that she's spoken so much? <laughs> um, Personally, yes. In addition to like watching the Red Table Talk, what I've heard, because I, I wanted to read the book, but I've been so turned off by it. But what I'm hearing is that Everything that has been put in the book is similar to Red Table Talk. If you have watched episodes from that show, a lot of what she shared is in the book. And a lot of the juicy stuff was already shared on social media. And I think people really, truly love Will Smith and everything about him. And they just, I don't know, I just feel like the dislike for Jada is a lot more than what people, what she would have expected. You know what, Andy, um, you were just nodding like, something serious you feel like it's because people dislike jada that they didn't run to go get the book and like support her 100 percent, a borderline boycott a boycott <laughs> um yeah. wait so real quick though how do you feel do you i don't know that you would have read normally uh her have. book okay so even regardless you yeah. wouldn't have but um but let's just say this did it did it make you look at jada a little bit more differently and not want to support her maybe in the future just as an actress or anything more. <laughs> just looking at her face makes me just cringe. <laughs> no and- Low key. Stop. And just and just the crazy memes that you saw, I mean, man, the internet never lies. But I don't, like, I'm not saying that to be disrespectful, you know what I'm saying? She, I mean, she, she's great, but just like fall back. Like, I don't want to hear from you. I don't want to hear your name. I want to see your face. Right. Good. I'm straight. I just, I'm so, I'm so sorry. I... I wasn't expecting that, <laughs> Andy. Um, he says he's not trying to be disrespectful. Let's okay. Let's just be clear. He's not trying to be disrespectful, but respectfully. Just, sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, you know what though, Ty? You 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 echo one of the opinions that's over here in our YouTube. Forrest Harrison says people really like Will. And she seems to be very demanding and unfair to him. So it turns people off from her. So it does sound like uh, because Will did a fantastic job with his promotion, his marketing and all that stuff from his book. And um, he's clearly a bestseller and, and he he's done all the things. And so it still looks like that, even though Will 
sort of had, he's come to her defense. He's spoken up. He's supporting her. He stood with her. He said, you know what? I'm going to support her for the rest of my life. It still looks as though uh, he, he, for the most part, is going to be, um, people are going to hold him in high regard and look at Jada, even though it, it's come out now that she, she wasn't uh, seeing, she wasn't in this entanglement with August Alsina. Uh, mm -hmm. while she was married to Will or, you know, actually together with Will, they were actually separated when she had this time with August Alsina, but it doesn't seem to matter. It seems like that comment is actually correct. People are going to support Will um, and maybe not support Jada. That's what it's looking more like to me. Exactly. I don't know if you remember the last time we spoke, we were talking about Jada's book coming out and how I low-key don't like her because I love Will Smith and yeah. I also love Tupac, so it's just right. like... You did say that. I'm, <laughs> I'm just like, mm, I'm okay. <laughs> I hear that. I hear that. Uh, let's go ahead and get to this call uh, from Fahima on the line. Hey, Fahima. <laughs> hey, how are you doing, Robin? Well, Listen, you. you know, as I mentioned in the um, chat, so people had already come to their conclusion before the book had came out. They had formulated their views and perspective. And when her narrative wasn't consistent with their opinion, they began to say, oh, well, I'm not going to buy the book. But at the same time, you know, they're saying I'm tired of it. But at the same time, they're sitting here still in the chat. And I just wanted to say that I listened to an interview she did on a podcast with this spiritual guy named Jay Sheedy. Yes. Who would actually encourage her to do the book. And it's pretty lengthy. But it really is very telling, very heartfelt, and I learned a lot about her, um, about her journey. I mean, it was really, she's done the work. I'm going to tell you, from listening mm -hmm. to uh, the interview, that this woman has done the work. And what happens is, is that once a person has done the work, they want to share their journey. And I'll just end with this. Will Smith did his book and told his truth. Mm -hmm. Jamie has written her book and told her truth, and they will be writing a book together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They did say that. That's what she said. Yep. Um, to your point, Fahima, um, I, I want to say that. I want to give Jada more grace than what I think she's receiving um yes. as a whole i i think you know people are you know she goes to different places and people are loving on her and that's great but i mean just as a whole as a society i think people are turning away from her but i want to give her a little bit more grace that you know they say that black women it's just it's a shame that we can't really come forward and tell our stories and be believed and mm -hmm. be supported but here she is telling her truth and much of it we all know this by now much of it has already been told through Will, Will Smith's eyes, through his point of view. So she's not necessarily saying anything uh, differently other than the new stuff, the Chris Rock and the Tupac. She's basically saying that whole separation thing, Will Smith already touched on that. It just came from a Will Smith perspective. And Will is a likable kind of guy. So I don't think anybody thought twice of it. But it's Jada who's already been demonized uh, in people's eye, in people's vantage point. She's been doing Will wrong, quote unquote, for years. And um, but I just want to say, I think it's fair that she told her story. And um, and I agree with you. I think she has done the work. 
I think she has gotten mm-hmm. to a point in her life, in her journey, where she's done a lot mm-hmm. of inside work and she's done a lot of reflection and she sought after it. I want to be clear. She's mm-hmm. been very vocal about that. She sought after the uh, after the healing and how to get better and how to uh, mm-hmm. be a better woman for other for other women. Fahima, before I let you go, where do you stand with it? Will you be reading the book, buying the book, supporting oh, yeah. it? Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to get the book. And as I said, when I listened to that interview with Jay Shetty, I mean, she has been on a spiritual journey. And again, people have formulated their opinions from bits and pieces of things that other people have said on social media. And they're saying, oh, well, I'm sick of her. I'm not going to buy the book. But they continue to write in the comment section. Mm. If you aren't interested in something, then why don't you keep scrolling? Why are you going to take the time to write about it? But I would encourage people to listen to the interview she did with Jay Shetty on his podcast. It was very telling, very insightful. One of the things that I learned that her grandmother uh, went to Howard University and she was an ambassador and she was a very much of an influence on Jada's life. Jay Shetty podcast, check it out. Um, it's very insightful. Okay. Well, thank you so much. We appreciate your call. Um, looking, continuing to look into these comments over here on YouTube. Um, I, I hear you and uh, I agree. Well, uh, Forrest says August Alcina is her son's friend. Well, they already touched on that. I, th- I think we know, you know, that didn't end too pretty. But anyway, uh, Pretty Brown Mimi says people love bashing black women. Show Jada some grace. Thomas Outlaw says if Jada is comfortable with her truth and her book, then she can be comfortable with the repercussions of it. I mean, preach. Absolutely true. Um, I don't I don't know what more to say. Oh, he's Lavelle. Lavelle. Wow. Lavelle sounds like Andy over here. He says hashtag tired of Jada. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's been a whirlwind. Uh, but, but Ty. OK, so so are people also able to change their minds? Because. I'm not, I didn't have a change of heart, but I will say that I was angry with Jada at one point. I was I did not like the the business that she was putting out there. Again, not knowing all of what 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 they've discussed behind closed doors. I was angry because it looked like it, it was just um painting Will in a in a bad light. It just lo- it just looked like she was painting him in a bad light. And um now I'm leaning more towards you know what? Let let this woman let this woman live. Let this woman, you know, tell her story, her truth. And again, maybe it took for me to see that Will was all right. Maybe maybe that was it. I don't know. I don't know what it was. I don't know what the deciding factor was. But can people just change their mind, Ty? I mean, yeah, they can. Have you have you read the book, Robin? I've not read Worthy. No, I have not. I have read uh, Will's Will's book though. Yes. And I mean, I'm a true Willard fan, so for sure. There you go. But I mean, like I said before, I supported Red Table Talk, so mm-hmm. I'm just like, what more can you tell us other than what you've already shared? You talk about you and Grammy meeting her mother, her daughter. Like, we know the story, and now we really know the story and how deep your relationship it was with Tupac. Y'all were soulmates, mm-hmm. and you cheated on. I'm going to say my husband, Will oh, Smith. Lord. Okay, <laughs> another quick question for you. Just quickly, what do you think it'll take for Jada to sort of redeem herself in the public side? Because remember, she also has a whole career out here, a whole acting career, which she hasn't done. A, she's, she's been acting, but she hasn't been, you know, 
heavily into it, but she has a career. And what do you think it's going to take for her to sort of redeem herself in the eyes of the public? You know, honestly, I don't think it would it will affect her acting career. I think she's a great actress. We just don't want to know too much about your personal business. Mm. Like I previously said, like just keep us out the group chat because at this point you are oversharing. Sometimes you want to see celebrities in a certain light and you don't want to see how you were selling drugs and doing all these different things. Like yeah. I'd rather not know that side of you. Okay, that that's fair. Definitely well said. Um, okay, I get the I get the point. D Lee in YouTube says Will is not a victim. All right, all right, I get it. Tell that to everybody else. I understand. Will is not a victim. Lavelle says has more to do with how she moves than her race. I'll always support the black woman. Obviously, Will loves it, so I'm done. I know that's right. You better speak on that, Lavelle. All right, listen, we we are gonna continue more conversations. We're gonna get to this Lauren London conversation where she's talking about money and how black parents unintentionally give a negative connotation to their kids when it comes to money Ooh, i, I love this talk to find out what we can do how we can change that narrative uh we're going to get to that on the other side right now we got news traffic and sports you're listening to the raw report on kbla talk 1580 stay there What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Lil Real Howry. Right now, you're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. That's right. You are inside the Raw Report on KBLA no Talk 1580. Come on now. This made me feel so good. This is this makes me feel. This is why Andy does what he does so well. Nipsey Hussle, we are getting ready to talk about his love of his life, Lauren London. If you are just joining us on the Rob Report, welcome on in here. We just finished talking about Jada Pinkett Smith and what's up with the book sales or the lack thereof. And what's that all about? Can she redeem herself? And I, I also want to know, is she going to rise is she gonna uh, you know rise to the occasion at some point because you know yeah i know what it's looking like right now but she still has time she has time she can she can make her way up there and sometimes that happens um let's get our contributor back on the line ty lee ty lee before we get into this lauren london conversation i gotta know from you there is a question over here in our youtube chat would you rather be a housewife or would you rather have a nine to five you know, on, I was I answered on that poll and I said a housewife. A housewife? Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. It'd yes. be people like you, Ty. You don't really know what's up. <laughs> you know? No, I'd rather be a housewife and then have my side hustle. That way I can really focus on my brand versus working on someone else's. All right. Well, I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at whomever is, uh, is whatever you feel is good for you, then that's good for you. I'm happy for you. <laughs> but I will tell you this. People really do have a tendency to think that, you know, a housewife is, you know, let me let me dust off a table and then let me go kick my feet up. Let me go wash a few dishes and then kick my feet up. And that is absolutely not true. I'll tell you where this came from. This is uh from the, the sisters over at the Black Network, uh, Selena Johnson and Vivica Fox and all of them, they were having a conversation where they they were having this talk. They said, I'd rather go to work than be a housewife because if you've been in that position before, you know exactly how difficult it is. And someone in our YouTube chat says, it is an all-day job. 
being a housewife mm-hmm. or a house husband is an all day job and, and nine to five, at least, you know, you know, there is a cutoff time. Right. Um, so 79 percent of you right now say that you would get a nine to five job because you understand that that's probably easier than being a housewife. So I'll keep that uh, question up in the poll. But right now. I want to go ahead and move forward and talk about my girl, London, Lauren London, um, who was a part of a panel. She was on uh, she was on the Assets Over Liabilities podcast. They were doing a real uh, a real stage conversation at Revolt World in Atlanta. And she made a great point. I'm not going to play any of the audio or anything. We'll just kind of touch on it. But she talked about how as black parents, usually when we were growing up, um, you heard it a lot. You know, uh, money doesn't grow on trees and all those types of things like that from black parents. And she says that unintentionally black parents did give a negative connotation to uh, to, to kids. You know what I'm saying? And it was just whether we liked it or not, there was sort of this negative energy and this negative relationship with money that came from that. And it, and you started to operate from a scarcity mindset. Give me your thoughts. I don't know if you have, if you, everybody's experience is different, right? We all know that we all know that black people it's in, in our, all black people are not a monolith. We know that. So everybody has their different experiences. Did you, were you around, um, different kind of people talking like that when you were younger and what kind of a relationship did it uh did it have on you as you grew up did you break break free from sort of a scarcity mindset or you know just kind of give me your thoughts on this whole thing ty um i definitely agree with her you know in a sense i did grow up in a scarcity mindset where you know save your money uh buy things on sale get things this way And as I read the article from that particular interview, it's like, you're going to make that money right back, invest that money, put it into property, put it into stocks and things like that. And I feel like as I got older, that conversation became more um, president. So I definitely agree with her in the fact that, you know, you should make make that money, make more money by spending more money, if that makes sense. Mm. Yeah, by by investing, that's something that, you know, I never really knew about until I became an adult. And first of all, I think so much of this needs to be taught in schools. You know, that's where Mm -hmm. it really comes from. And obviously at home, the more we learn as adults now, the more we can pass on to our kids. But I do think that it kind of starts from there. Rashad Bilal, he is one of the uh, owners of and and co-hosts of Assets Over Liabilities with Troy Millings. Rashad said um, the middle class mindset is where you're constantly looking at things from a, a scarcity standpoint. And. It's just so interesting now because I wonder uh, I, I wonder what are things we can say, what are things we can do to help uh, kind of change that narrative for kids as we're growing older. Now that we have like uh, we've, we've got a, a point of reference, right? We, we've experienced it ourselves. What are some of the things we can say or do moving forward to help our kids? I think getting them some bonds and stop, like stop. Yeah. Starting there, that way under their name, that way they can see how the stock market goes up and down and when to pull their money out and when to invest in something else. Um, generally, you know, we grew up with piggy banks and just putting our money in the piggy bank and just collecting it over time that way, not knowing that you could invest it and make your money grow 10 times more than that. 
You better speak on that. <laughs> you better speak on it. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, I want to go ahead and uh, flip the script a little bit. Let's let's you know, Andy actually brought to my attention recently that, you know, there was that viral list that went down. Of course, all these women. You saw the video oh. of where this came from, right? The yes. Cheesecake Factory, yes. the whole thing. I have so much to say about that. I really do. But oh my God. yeah, so many people <laughs> talked about it. I mean, it went crazy. This list went wild. Now, there are a couple of things that I agree with on the list just because it's just okay. not necessarily a good oh, it's not a good idea. And then and as a matter of fact, let me let me give you all a, a spoiler alert now. <laughs> you want to stay tuned to Zoe Williams because he's the relationship guy. Zoe Williams really knows what he's talking about in terms of relationships and and women and men and I I hear that we're going to be maybe speaking about a few of these things. Uh so you you definitely want to tune in right after the raw report but i agree with with uh, some of the things on the list just because um the practicality of it being a first date you probably don't want to be going to the movies or um doing anything too hectic where we can't have an actual conversation but there is a new list of men of men who have men are speaking out men are saying listen we've created our own list but the list is not where uh it's the list doesn't consist of where we shouldn't take you on the first date the actual list is more of uh the type of women that we don't andy can you can you find this for me I, i lost this the the list is the type of women you shouldn't take on a first date the Ooh. type of women. Have you not seen this list? I have not. Do you think it's fair? The pushback. Do you think it's fair for men to... So first of all, let me get your thoughts on the actual women's list. On the, They say, don't take me to the Cheesecake Factory. Let's not go to the movies. I don't want to go bowling. Don't take me to the ice cream shop. I mean, there's so <laughs> many different things on this list. What are your thoughts about that? I guess I'm just a simple girl because I love the Cheesecake Factory for one. And when that lady <laughs> got so upset, like I'm not getting out the car, you gonna you're gonna take this to the? I'm like, girl, you better get you some cheesecake and some jambalaya and stop playing. <laughs> also, I love the movies. I love bowling. Like, come on, we're we're in 2023 right now. Things are expensive. Like, you gotta. Just the fact that the man want to take you out, you should be appreciative about. You should be the appreciative. The fact that he's spending his money, he's spending his money and his time on you, and you guys are learning each other. It's not about five star this, five star that from Jump Street. Like, I mean, if that's what he want to do, that's cool too. But come mm-hmm, on, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there seems to be this this trend of women who are out here believing that that's how these men should be. I mean, this that that video actually made me upset. As a woman, it oh, made me upset. Looking at another woman, like, number one, the guy, if you, if you listen to the whole video, as a matter of fact, let me know in the YouTube chat if you've seen the Cheesecake Factory video. I want to know if you've seen so the Cheesecake Factory video. And if you know the whole story, the, the story of the man arriving to her her home to pick her up on time she was an hour mm-hmm. late uh getting mm-hmm. downstairs she did not invite him up he just stayed downstairs um and because he originally had a, a nicer restaurant that he wanted to take her to well now you're late so we going to rock with it with this date at the cheesecake factory 
The man right. pulls up at the Cheesecake Factory, gets out to open her door. She starts her camera. That's 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 already a red flag, number one. She starts her camera, and mm-hmm. she is filming him at the side of her door. <laughs> the funniest part, though, is she looks over. She's like, mm-mm. <laughs> like, I'm not getting out. <laughs> what? The audacity. <laughs> the audacity. She says, now, do I look like a woman that's about to get out and go to the Cheesecake Factory? I said, woman? <laughs> yes, you do look like a woman that's supposed to get out go to the you Cheesecake Factory. King. Come on, man. I mean, it was just it was just absolutely absurd. Well, um, I have to say, though, that this list of 20, there's a it might even be more than 21. But I, right right before me, this list that the men made that says the list of women men should never take on a date. I'll give you a few. Um, OK, this is it, it's. It's wrong. Some of them are wrong. Um, single mothers, um, women with tattoos. That's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> um, girls like only only fans, girls, um, stripper girls. They say women with an IG page. So you can't have an Instagram. <laughs> I mean, it's getting a little bit ridiculous here. Divorcees, uh, American black women. I mean, this is this. The list is meant what? to be. Yeah, I think it's a little uh, it's 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 satire at this point. It's a little, you know, it's a little sarcastic. Um which is funny, but um, do you think it's only right, though, that men push back? I actually had a, an entire I listened to an entire conversation about about this uh, fat man scoop yesterday. He he tagged me because he said, I want to I want I want you to listen in on this conversation. Fat man scoop is a very popular DJ and travels worldwide, has a lot of experience with women. And he wanted to to debate Unfortunately, you're not going to debate with me because I actually agreed with him that the, the 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 list that the women came up with was ridiculous. But the question that I have for you briefly before we uh, get out of here is: Do the men have a right to push back on this? Because this is a it's getting a little absurd from the women. I mean, honestly, yeah. I mean, <laughs> toe for toe. You don't like this? Well, honestly, I don't like this neither. But yeah. they, I think that list was being a little bit too yeah. much. Like, dang, you missed out on a good woman. Yeah, And then honestly, the women who put that list out that says, don't take me here, don't take me there, that just lets you know what to avoid and what type of woman you deserve to get. Like, don't go for women that are just classless and evil and mean and only want you for your money. Absolutely. I definitely agree with you on that. Well, Ty Lee, it has been a pleasure. Uh, Let everybody know where they can find you online. Thank you, thank you. It's always great to be here. You can find me on Instagram at Simply Thai, S-I-M-P-L-E-E-T-H-A-I. Very good to have you on. I'm looking forward to having you on again. And enjoy your night, Ty. Thank you again. You as well. Thank you. Thank have a good you. One. Thank you. Andy, What, what you you had a, a, a comment on the men or the women? I just think, you know, conversations like this, it's always a beautiful thing because... I think, you know, we as a man, you know, I tend to defend the men as women. You guys defend women. And it's just, I don't know, it's just a beautiful uh, conversation to have, a little back and forth. Hmm. Uh, look. So, like, your question, you said, is it is it right for us to push back? I don't, you know, I don't necessarily look at it as, as pushing back. Mm-hmm. But just more so, like you said, like uh, that post right there was more satire, just, you know, 
another little shot back to y'all, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's all love. Yeah. I agree with you that uh, it does it does help to develop at least healthy conversation around it. And I'm, I'm never going to be mad at conversation, you know, anytime that we can come together. Uh, and just to be just a small correction, I don't necessarily always take up for women because when we're wrong, we are wrong. And I'm going to come at your throat. So <laughs> that that that's just the 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 simple facts of it all. Well, when we come forward, though, we are going to get to this who's got next and what not to miss on the other side. You're listening to the Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy Eric Bellinger hanging out right here with my family at the Raw Report. Keep it locked. Okay, before we get to our artist, uh, who's got next? I wanna, I wanna, I wanna set the set the tone for something that I wanna discuss tomorrow. Koi Loray is asking a question. She says she's a, a singer, rapper, young lady who's out right now. She says back in the days. It was easy to define an icon. For example, Janet Jackson, Beyonce, Rihanna, Sierra, Missy, and more. She says she noticed how things have changed. So what makes an icon today? Streams, likes, numbers? This is something that I want to discuss. I mean, I think that is such high-level thinking, such a great question to ask. And definitely we will talk about that tomorrow on The Raw Report. But right now, I want to go ahead and get into a little bit of this Who's Got Next. This is Nayana Holly. It's called It's All Us. Check it out. Take flight into the night under cabin stars in a world on wheels. It's all us. Wow. Okay. Nayana Holly. Now, if you were familiar with that show, which I loved, by the way, called Reasonable Doubt, uh, that was on Hulu. If I'm not mistaken, was it was Hulu? I, we, we, you, you even got on it, Andy. You started watching it. Yeah, Reasonable Doubt. That was an amazing show. But this is one of the artists who is so, so dope. Um, she's talking about all things L.A., La Brea, Slauson. She's talking about Lamert Park, the Dons. She's talking about, um, goodness, everything. She She's just mentioning it all and representing. Again, I put her name over in the chat if you guys want to take a listen to it. And support local artists. If you're from L.A. especially, support support local artists or wherever you're from. Uh, yeah, she's definitely got a vibe. It's, uh, it's definitely a smooth vibe, okay? Yes, I love it. I love it. Um, and so I'm going to play it. I'm adding her to my list, you know? I hope you do as well. Well, anyway, <laughs> you all, it has been a lovely conversation. Thank you so much for the engagement. I truly appreciate you. Make sure you hit that like button, subscribe, share, comment, all the above. I appreciate you all so much. And those of you who are listening on the radio, those of you who are tuned into YouTube on the app, make sure you're downloading us at KBLA 1580. Uh, I am Robin Ayers. And remember, today and every day forward to be a blessing.